welcome back to the She Devils podcast. I'm your host, Charlie. I am sitting here with Cheyenne. Hello. And Irene. Hello. And uh, it's been a while. It's been a while since we did a podcast. Yeah, it, it has. It's been yeah that one at your house right that was a while ago that was right after the last larp i did so that was almost two months ago time flies when you're living electricity bill to electricity yeah (laughs) you know when things get stressful it picks up it's a little harder yeah (laughs) um uh if you hear me coughing i'm sorry it's just not going away it's there forever um but i went larping this last weekend Oh, yeah, I want to hear all about it. It was so much fun. Did you see my fucking arm? Uh, yes, I'm insane. <laughs> Look at that. Someone with armor. Um, I was fighting this thing inside the tavern. Hold on. Pixie, go. Go. Yeah. Um, I was fighting this thing inside the tavern, yeah. and there was two tables on either side of me, and I was fighting like this, and someone in full body armor scraped along the side of me to fight the thing too Mm. but he just wasn't watching what he was doing yeah and he got me and then after the fight was over i told him if he's gonna wear full body armor he needs to be careful of the people around him because it's it hurts it fucking hurts you know it's it's pretty obvious you're wearing full metal it hurts people was he um uh newly returned see i didn't recognize him but there was some people there that i don't recognize I don't know if he was there from the last the last LARP because I didn't go to that one in November. Mm-hmm. Or if he was newly returned. But he was wearing like a full face thing, so I couldn't even see his face. Uh, yeah. So I have no idea. You probably have limited vision as well. Yeah. So it was like, he and I told him that, and he said okay, and he said he was sorry. But it's just like, dude, you got to be fucking careful. Yeah. You know. Um, Time to start making leather armor. Yeah. Oh, shit, it's so hot. Um, I had a lot of fun. Friday night, not so much, but it was, I was tired from driving, and I woke up early to cook, and it was, it was a whole thing. Um, it was fun, though. They opened up the brothel, and so, and they had, like, a fire pit and a bar inside of it. I mean, it's not, like, real alcohol, but. Yeah. Um, it was fun, and it was warm, and, uh, it was, like, a brothel party, and then, uh, Tamlin, this, like, full fey character was there, and he, uh. Tamlin's his character name? Hamlin. Yeah. Hamlin? You know that's from the books that I read. Is it? Yes. Well, I figured it's just some sort of Celtic name. You Maybe know? it is, but it's also one of the characters' name in the in the books that I read. Remember I told you it kind of starts out kind of beauty and the beast like like a beast keeps the girl. Does the elf like is it an elf girl and she gets she, taken and she becomes like a princess and then she elf. has to fight yeah, somebody. But she's a- <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, Tamlin was the one that, like, took her, and then um, she ended up falling in love with him, and then there was, like, a bad guy, what ended up being the one that she was with. I like the bad guy so much better, but turns out he's not the bad guy. The good guy is the bad guy. Anyways, yeah, Tamlin. Yeah. Turns into a beast. He's a super flamboyant fae. Okay. He kind of wears clothes like Dacians, so for people who aren't aware of the LARP, um, the Dacians are... Like, super 18th century noble-looking people. And I thought he was a Dacian the first time I met him. His whole face is gold, though. And he's a fae from Paradox, and he can go to Paradox. He's a he's an NPC, though. Um, so he's just an NPC with a name. Um, but he made Patches, like, Prince of Paradox or some shit like that. Yeah. And Patches is, looks like a fucking clown mime guy. Um, 
But yeah, so he was there and he was being super funny. Like when he sits, he flings his legs up and yeah. he like, oh he's just super, yeah. all of his movements are super exaggerated, which is just, it's hilarious. And then um, Saturday I woke up and started selling like the pies and stuff that I made. And, um, and then uh, um, there was, I had to go to my NPC shift and I played an amp. Mm-hmm. I played a stitcher, which are two things that you have to fight. Yeah. And then the last thing I did for my NPC shift was the big Saturday mod. Mm-hmm. And I had to play a mercenary who was going to fight the PCs. But they made us so fucking strong that, like, no one could kill us. Nice. Like, it was, like, 40 hit points. I could dodge six times. I could parry, like, six times. I could do death blows. Like, they made us almost impossible to kill. Yeah, so they're just going for, like, epic battles. Yeah, and then we had healers, so people could just heal us even if we did go down. Um, which happened, the main guy, King Saltane, who we were trying to kill, fucking came at me, and he's um, John Bassett, the one of the creators, and yeah. he's like six foot something, and he came at me, and it was the scariest moment <laughs> ever. Like, And he dropped me, I died, and then I got healed again. But we ended up killing King Saltane, and uh, uh, that was, and then I went and changed and did my regular PC stuff, and we had a pirate brunch. Where we were picking our new ambassador. That's and funny, a second, pirate brunch. <laughs> yeah, our second ambassador. And then uh, um, it was sad, though, because Saturday night, Saturday, Sunday morning, um, Sir Tor permed. Um, you know you know the two brothers in the big armor? Mm-hmm. The one with the long hair, and then there was one with, like, shorter hair? Mm-hmm. The one with shorter hair died, like, permanently. Mm-hmm. And then um, Victoria permanently. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Victoria played that character for five years. Oh, that sucks. Yeah, Jamie played her for five years, so she has to make a new character now. That's a long time, though, because I feel like there like, so many of the, like, LARPing things that are, like, so heavy and hard that the characters don't last that long. Yeah, um, but she was so strong was part of it, too. She made a bunch of, like, deals and put a bunch of taints on her mm-hmm. that she was super strong. But yeah, so she died, and everyone had to kind of process that, and it sucked because she was our new ambassador, so she was like our new ambassador for... Five seconds? Yeah, five seconds. Um, But it, it was it was a whole... It was a busy weekend. It was a busy weekend. How was the grapevine? Uh, it wasn't bad. Um, I went... When I was going up, because they reopened it on Friday, and there was like... Like ice and snow on the sides of the road on the grapevine. Yeah. There was a bunch of deer too. It was really pretty. It was yeah. like pretty, but it wasn't bad to drive at all. Okay. Yeah. Your yeah, it did pretty good. And I got there like right at three o'clock when the gates opened. So, nice. yeah, it was it was good. I had a I had a really good time. That's fun. Yeah. Okay, I'll have money again. When my kids start. Just go with out. me. <laughs> <laughs> well, I have to make a new character because mine. The last one was too hard for me to, like, stay in, so I'm definitely going to go full Effendel, like, crazy bougie. It's so much easier for me. <laughs> I think you should. Just, yeah, I will. Eventually. Well, the next LARP isn't until February. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We're just get through. You know how it is. Birthdays. Because, I mean, you have, like, a thousand kids. <laughs> <laughs> oh, how are their birthdays? Are they what like- month do you not have a birthday? Yeah. <laughs> I don't have a birthday in February. <laughs> One month. Yeah, February. Go to vacation. There's no money for vacation. There's too yeah. many. Too many kids. Make sure you get close to the mic when you talk. 
Yeah, right. sorry. <laughs> yeah. Um, how many? Five? Eight. 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 <laughs> You're off by a few. <laughs> yeah, eight. Five girls, three boys. Jesus. Jesus. I was one of five girls growing up, so I can attest to that not being fun. Well, I have no sisters. I only have two brothers. So really? I, yeah. So yeah. I think it's kind of a good thing for my girls to have. Other girls? Other girls. It was uh, always a mixed family for me growing up. Yeah. So my dad had his second wife, and she had three kids, two boys and a girl. And I had to share a room with the girl. I mean, her used to get in fistfights all the time. Oh, no. And she's two years older than me. So, yeah, she would beat the shit out of me all the time. We had there were five of us, and we had all shared one room <laughs> until my stepsister got, had this little trailer. It was out there. She had her little trailer. I was so jealous. <laughs> Yeah. Um, and then I have, you know, I don't talk to them anymore either. My step-siblings, I have them on Facebook, but I don't talk to them. That's and then, the beauty of Facebook. I honestly love it where people complain about things, but it's like a genius way to be able to stay in touch with everybody without all the work of it. Yeah. Because you were you know, like, okay, when I first had Kevin... It was always people would come over and take pictures and stuff, and then they would come back and give me the pictures after they developed them, whatever, and I would have them or give them some, or they, you know, the one sister's like, why don't I have a copy of this picture? And then a nana or somebody's like, I didn't get it either. And I'm like, because like, I don't like you. Fuck. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I mean, just to I say didn't it. Even take it. <laughs> and now they can just, everybody can just take it off social media. Exactly. Yeah. Now I'm just like, I, I'm posting it and everybody gets to see it, steal it if you want, whatever. I also don't do, I don't buy the school portraits. How um, dare you? No, okay. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm a little bit of a control freak as far as, you know, the photos. Like, I'm not just going to have any old photo on the wall. Plus, I hate portrait photos. Like, our candid ones are so much better. Yeah, yeah. I like having the portrait photos because I like... Uh, I like being able to see the because they're in the same position almost every year. You know, yeah. I like seeing <laughs> I like seeing the progression of them changing. Christian always makes this face like, "Are you fucking kidding me?" Like, <laughs> when they try to make him smile and stuff, and his face is always like this fucking guy. But um, and then Kevin has never wanted to smile because of his teeth. He's got the same thing. So all of our pictures are like trying not to show our teeth. Yeah. So I mean, we'll do more. Photo. I have a ton of photos that, that I want to put on the walls, you know, to see the progression and their change. But, um, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I just, I can't imagine. I can't imagine having to have that many kids. I, I can't <laughs> in one, not in one place. It's yeah. a lot. It's hard for me to try to imagine only having one or two. It's yeah. like, no wonder you want to have another kid. That's just what you do. Yeah. <laughs> That's all I do. Well, I don't know what to do if I'm not raising a baby. How, so how's the youngest one? The youngest one's your husband, yes. right? Yes. She is nine. Okay. Yeah. That's not too bad. No. As no. far as My young, youngest. Yeah. My baby's 11. Mm-hmm. 12. 12. 12. She's no matter if I said 11. Yeah. Ryan's going to be having her baby any day now. Oh, It's man. due the 17th. I mean, when she... She ready? She looks ready. <laughs> and she said that she's feeling like cramps every now and then. I'm like, oh, that baby's getting ready to come out. Yeah. So excited to have a baby around. Mm-hmm. Time yeah. to start, um, um, you know, moisturizing your hoo-ha. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. <laughs> she needs to massage some stuff on there for risk of episiotomy because she's a, she's a little girl. Like, I had it both with both kids. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't. 
That's the um, perks of being a huge whore in your twenties. <laughs> you have a weird vagina, though. I do have a weird <laughs> vagina. It is because you would think it's not all like loose and whatever. It's just incredibly. She has like a suction cup vagina. <laughs> yeah, it hates condoms. It's, it's like scoop. we don't need it. <laughs> Take it right off. Yeah, um, I tried the Nuva Ring. For when I was breastfeeding um, Christian, and it would just like, like it won't. My vagina like doesn't like stuff. <laughs> it, yeah, it must be like a tilt or something, or I don't know what, but it's like. Yeah. It's well, like anyways. Tilt. Yeah. Anyways, <laughs> to wrap up the LARP stuff, it was a, uh, it was a super eventful weekend, and I'm really glad that I went. It was super cold at night. Yeah. Like crazy like, cold uh-huh. at night. I end up wearing my Pikachu Kegurumi. Yeah. And, like, I had two blankets underneath me and a sleeping bag. And then I had a sleeping bag and, like, two blankets on top of that. Plus yeah. my full-body Pikachu Kegurumi that I ran to the bathroom in. Because, <laughs> yeah, I was not about to change out of it to go to the bathroom. So if anyone who is part of the LARP that I go to saw Pikachu running at 4 <laughs> o'clock in the morning Friday and Saturday... That was me. <laughs> like with your hand up, like, do I even need to signal I'm not in game? <laughs> how, how did Trixie, how did Trixie end up with uh, yellow skin? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Obviously not playing right now. Time out, time out. Your husband's watching. My husband? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you just missed us talking about my vagina. <laughs> Yeah, so it was fun. It was a lot of fun. It was just super cold, and then the whole top of the tent was wet, and then like the inside was wet from the condensation from my breath. So like, well, I told you to put something over your tent. I did. I put the rain. I put the rain cover over it, and the whole outside of the tent was wet, but the inside was wet from my breath. Yeah. But I had like the sleeping bag over my head to cover to cover my face from anything. Um, and then I like sprayed the outside with bug spray. <laughs> like I was covered in bug spray. <laughs> yeah. It's not a pretty thing, <laughs> no. but at least I didn't get chewed up by mosquitoes like some people did. You could just see the welts on them from the mosquitoes. Oh, yeah. So mm-hmm. it was, um, I don't know. I had a really good time. I'm glad that I went. Uh, Friday night was like, why did I come? I should just stayed home. I'm so tired. It's cold. <laughs> But, you know, after you get past all that and stuff finally starts happening, because there is a lull while they're putting the new players in. Mm, yeah. Where we're just, just sitting. sitting waiting. Yeah, while we're sitting there waiting. So that's the part where it's like, I should have just stayed home. But after stuff actually starts happening and people come in, it's it's a lot funner and it picks up a lot. But, yeah, I'm always, I'm always glad I went, you know. Yeah. There's not one time where I've regretted going, except Friday nights when I'm at game and I'm uncomfortable. <laughs> Yeah. I think you should. I think you should get your new character up and, you know, I'll help you out so you can go. I know. It's it's just timing. To Trixie you. is oath bound to you. <laughs> yes. I think, yeah, I'm going to keep that. And then my name, I'm just going to be full Appendell and bougie. Yeah. I think it'll work. Yeah. I talked to more um, Offendel characters this weekend than I did before. Yeah. Which was new. Yeah. I talked to... Um, uh, well, and pirates. I talked to all the pirates because I met them at the brunch thing. And then I uh, talked to... There were some new... I can't remember their names for the life of me. Sorry, guys. 
I talked to some new um, newbies who came in that game mm-hmm. who were a Findle. And then um, Layola, I talked to her. She wanted a pie. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then I talked to um, uh, Barka. I can't remember her name, so I'm like, it's the same as my dog. <laughs> Except it has an R and not an yeah. L. Um, so, yeah, so I talked to more Findle characters this game. Because normally they're their own group, aside of everyone. Yeah. Yeah, or they're with the Castle Thorn people. Um, so, yeah. Just don't touch her and she'll go away. She's not, though. Pixie, <laughs> go lay down. Cheyenne's yeah, dog is in love with me. Uh, yeah, so it was a lot of fun. I'm really glad I went. My whole body hurt Sunday and Monday yeah. from, um, well, from fighting and stuff, especially that mod on Saturday and then um, sitting in the car for so long on the way home being stiff. Yeah. My whole body hurt. Every time I moved, I was like, Ugh. and then my arm, this arm, because I was chucking spell packets during the mod on Saturday and not to, like, toot my horn, but I have really good aim because I grew up with three brothers. <laughs> like, I can hit people with those swell packets, but from doing the throwing motion, I couldn't lift my arm up for, like, three days. My <laughs> arm was so sore. Like, even after my legs and everything got better, my arms still hurt from that. Like, even this doesn't hurt um, unless I, like, hit it, you know. It's uh, a gnarly bruise. <laughs> it is. It is a gnarly bruise. I don't know if anyone has seen that, but <laughs> that's what happened to me armor almost a week ago yeah yeah it's it's pretty gnarly but yeah i'm i'm happy i went i really want you to go again i will i will we just gotta get past some holidays and like you know kids being here and having to feed them all for the whole vacation well it's hard because people like who you both found to i'm like oh you probably don't know her (laughs) i know she's super popular and in demand you guys don't know her yeah you wouldn't know you wouldn't know her. She doesn't run in the same groups. <laughs> I'll be back. Yeah. Yeah. I'm so. shooting for spring. And you're the only one who knows how to put up my giant tent. <laughs> <laughs> Cheyenne has a way about her where she doesn't let anyone help her. She does it all herself. And now I have no idea how to put up my big tent. <laughs> yeah. That is my way. Yeah. Uh, uh, so... It was fun. I'm, I'm even thinking about getting a different tent, um, just one that's easier to put up than that one, because that one is a pain in the fucking ass. Like, yeah. it is a pain in the ass to put up. Um, it works great, but fuck, man. Yeah. Yeah. It's nice to have one that you can stand up in. Yeah, because the little one that I'm using now, you can't stand up in. Yeah. Like, I'm trying to get dressed and do hobo bass in there, and there's, like, no wiggle room. <laughs> yeah. It is. We need room to, like, sprawl out and, like, clean under, under the boobs. Yeah. <laughs> So, because you get so grimy, because like you need bug spray and like sunblock when we it is camping, it is camping. There's no showers, so you're giving yourselves like hooker baths and wipes and stuff. And then there's like the makeup or hairspray or whatever. Yeah, but it's super fun. It is. It is so much fun. Like you're so exhausted by the end of it, emotionally and everything, but it feels like you got stuff off your chest just by being somebody else. And letting them live through whatever emotions that they're doing. It's really a great group of people. Like, you know, in the the nerd worlds have gotten so clicky and snobby. Yeah. So it's nice to, like, be, go in one that's a really welcoming of, like, new people. And they help you. Like, you feel overwhelmed and lost like you're going to fuck up and do things wrong. But they, are, they <coughs> like, help you and walk you through the whole thing. You know, everybody's there to help you answer questions. 
questions and give you knowledge and because they want you to be as in-game as possible for their game. Yeah. So. They are super helpful. Like, if I would ask someone to help me try and put my tent, they would. Like, they're just those type of people. They're yeah. really helpful. If you have any questions about anything, any of them would help you, which is, it's strange to find in a community now that people are like that. But they are. They're all really sweet, and they all want to help you try and have the best game you could possibly have. And um, no they're judgment. always... No judgment. Anything yeah. you want to wear for your costume, body parts hanging out and whatever, like, everybody's totally accepting. Nobody's judging anybody because it's in-game, like... Yeah. Yeah, you are who you are in the... In, in the it's like the books are you put in real life. Yeah. So it's just really nice. So less sex. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's way less sex than in the books. Um, even in the brothel. Even except in the brothel. Except the brothel is fun because you get to heckle people in there. Yeah. Which is like, well, you're in the brothel. What'd you expect to happen? Like, uh, there was... I can't remember his name. I, I think I might be friends with him on Facebook, maybe. Um... But he was doing a, uh, he was upping his power. I can't even remember because I'm not a part of that group. He was upping his power and he had to stand on this tree stump. It was probably about this big, but he had to stand there with his arms out like this. And he was like shaking and he was there for fuck like half an hour to 40 minutes on this fucking tree stump. And he, I think he's dating Varka in real life. I'm not sure what Varka's name is, but I think they're dating each other. But he's like half naked he has no shirt on and he kind of looks like a smaller called drago and me and victoria were just heckling him and then the mage guy that was helping him power up was like giving us dirty looks i'm like well you're in the brothel <laughs> and he's like good point it's <laughs> like why would you do this in the brothel you put him half naked man on the stage in the brothel like it's on just it's stump. gonna happen <laughs> yeah on a tree stump um Cheyenne, you're watching my video. I know. I'm trying to read the comments and I keep watching. Uh, the there's, video. there's a not anything. Um, Corlath, I and I've been waving to her. Uh, so yeah, it, it's just been. It was a lot of fun. I had a really good time. It sucks that Victoria is gone because she and I had gotten close in the last game, and me and her out of character Jamie, mm -hmm. um, had been talking for like two weeks before game. So it's just kind of sad that her character left before Trixie got to know her. Yeah. More. Um. So that yeah, that was kind of depressing. And then Sir Tor was always nice to Trixie. Like if I was walking down the walkway alone, he would be like, "Nope, I'm gonna walk with you, so you don't get attacked." Yeah. Like he was just that kind of guy. So I don't know what he's gonna come back as. It'd be interesting to see because um. Uh, I do. I. I it, it was just kind of sad. Like it was sad for Trixie, you know, because. Yeah. Even though she's Faye and she doesn't really care too much about death, that isn't a big thing in her head, that um, she is going to miss those characters, which is, it's weird to talk about because she's me, but she's not. Yeah. But she is going to miss those characters in game because they were always helpful to her and Victoria and her had got close that last game. And yeah. Yeah. It was, it was rough because Trixie and Victoria were together most of the time last game. Because Victoria had just gotten promoted ambassador, and then Trixie was helping her because she was, like, an assistant. Because they were going to train me to be in the political stuff. Yeah. But now that Victoria's gone, I don't know what's going to happen with that. I mean, I'm going to try to keep moving with the political stuff, but I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what happens. February game's going to be rough. There is a Yule um, thing happening in January, but I don't think I'm going to make it. Because it's just a one-night type of Yule party for the characters. Oh, Yeah. 
Yeah. So and then I'd have to get down just for a party. Yeah, it'd be just for a party, and then I'd have to get like a hotel, and it'd be like a thing. Yeah. So I don't think I'm gonna go. I'm not gonna say for sure that I'm not gonna go, but for now, I'm not. So we'll see how it goes. But I am excited for February, and I'm really gonna try to make it for February. Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna let my new manager know about the date in February too. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. Well, hopefully by then you'll find like somewhere else. Yeah, we'll see. I don't know. It's just, you know, and it's not that I don't like the job. The job is fine, and I really do like the new manager, um, and the new assistant manager. They're really sweet girls, but fuck, I'm just not getting enough hours. You know, if I got more hours, I'd probably care more about the job, and it's just the whole thing. And the LARPing is really important to me. Like it's my mental escape, which is nice. So we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Yeah. Retail sucks. Working retail sucks. I hated it. I'm not a retail worker. Type per- I like the people. I like seeing different people and talking to people all the time and all that stuff. But the rest of it sucks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. It, it is. It is what it is. You know. So how's your retail job? You work retail. What are some of the most interesting things that you see? in there interesting things and growth or whatever what are the oh, most what the fuck stories that no, you have, have no clue you. there we don't have a public restroom first of all Ooh, yeah so <laughs> you're a big the, store yeah oh yeah a lot of people decide that they will make the aisles their restroom yeah i'll <gasps> show you yeah and they use the clothes people yes, oh my god i didn't shit. know that well, they have taken shits in the aisles the dressing room she works in a thrift store just yes. so you guys we yeah won't say which one but yeah she works in <laughs> please a thrift still store. buy the clothes <laughs> <laughs> right i will yeah. no longer ever touch the clothes no, in that but, store. i mean if you guys you guys go in there i mean yeah get that smell sometimes is not very pleasant so when we get that smell we're walking up and down those aisles looking <laughs> yeah because it, it eventually we'll find it we will find yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and it's I'll that. find it. <laughs> as soon as I walk in, I'm like, it's over here. <laughs> or they like to switch out their shoes. And we have a lot of homeless people that come in. Yeah. Um, so they'll switch out their, their old shoes and take shoes, new shoes and put on. their shoes on the top where we have our shoes. Ew. So we'll have to go up and down and find the smell of feet. Gross. Yeah. And I, I, have, I have a weak stomach. Thing. I have a very weak stomach. So if I smell something, I'm just like, uh uh-uh. uh. It's there. Somebody needs to go because, uh, yeah, it's pretty bad. Speaking of uh, Victoria, Jamie, we were just talking about your character and how Trixie is going to miss her so much. (laughs) Jamie just joined us on the live video. Um, Yeah, I can't imagine. That sounds horrible. It's disgusting. Like, the only thing I have to deal with is kids coming to the store and touching stuff. But, I mean, if you've ever been into the store that mm-hmm. I'm talking about, it is all close together and yeah. everything is, yeah. like, tiny and it's for kids. I mean, my big ass knocks things down in that store all the time. Like, I'll be <laughs> walking and just knock down a herd of shit. Like, it's, it's, I feel you, but I don't have to deal with that stuff. I don't that is, it. yeah. I, I get somebody else to do it. Yeah. I, I found it plenty of times. Do you have a janitor or someone to clean nope. it? Ooh, you girl. Get one of the recovered they don't, to do yeah, it. they don't pay me enough to clean it, so... Yeah, oh my god, they kind of keep screwing you over, which is not surprising for something so Christian. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> they do. So my husband put Merry Christmas on my Yule wreath. What? <laughs> but in his defense, on Sunday, it was when I just gotten back from the LARP, and I was, like, dead. 
And then I found out Coco died. And then I was just, my rat died, guys. You know? But I was laying in bed. And I was, like, crying in a fucking mess and all this shit. And um, he and the kids put up the Christmas decorations inside. And they put up the tree and all the decorations. And <laughs> I told him I walked out. And I was like, I started laughing. He's like, what? I'm like, our tree looks like the Charlie Brown tree. Aww. We have a fake tree. And he forgot to fluff up the branches. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like you could see into the tree. And, and I mean, it was cute because they did it. And I'm yeah. like, I'm not going to fix it. And then he decorated the snake cage. He put lights along the snake cage. <laughs> and then I opened the door and he put Merry Christmas on my wreath that I had put out there already. And I was like, oh, I'm just going to leave it because they worked so hard to do it. Yeah. And I'm like, and uh, I'm like, OK, I'm just going to leave it. But I'm like, every time I see it, I'm like, it's a Yule wreath. <laughs> it is not a Merry Christmas wreath. That's why Merry Christmas isn't on there. Yeah. <laughs> That's but funny. I mean, they did decorate all by themselves, and I wasn't helping, so I'm not gonna I'm not gonna change it. But Cute. I did tell him that we had a Yule plan coming she up. Wants to decorate the tree always so bad, and I'm awful because I'll be like, "You can put this one," and then I'm like, "Put it right there," <laughs> showing them the exact spot. Yeah, yeah, at this point, I don't really give a shit about the tree because I hate the tree so much because it is broken. Um, it's a fake tree, and the stupid legs broke, so we had to. <laughs> I last year put um, foam insulation around the bottom and we have to put it into a real tree stand (laughs) and it falls over all the time. So it's like, even if I made it look nice, it would just fucking fall over. So there's no point in it. You know, (laughs) yeah, Yeah, I was looking at him. You guys had some nice trees. Yeah. Yeah. We had some really big ones. I want a black one. So I'm just waiting for this one to die. Do you? So this one was free. You know, Miss Alphabet. Yes, Miss Alphabet. Yeah. So she went when she was moving. Check out her Instagram. Yeah. Oh my gosh, she has the cutest shit. Um, she's fast too. She's fast. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, like she was giving stuff away, and she had this one, and it had the lights through it, and but it was free, and I was like, yeah, I'll take it, because normally you do a big real tree, like a big real tree, like like closing in on two hundred dollars, mm-hmm. you know, once all, all said and done. So I yeah, was like, we can't do that right now. Plus, this is the second. Christmas that we have a new cat so <laughs> who keeps giving you cats <laughs> <laughs> right and then um so we just cleaned up this one because it had you know we just ripped out the lights that didn't work and so it works but I wanted to paint it black because I wanted to do with the you know in the entryway like one tree and then have the living room I'm gonna do a Martha Stewart and have a tree in every and have a room. tree in every room of your house yeah because yeah. the trees are what I do Mark is really like holiday so is Blaine. Blaine loves Christmas, and I couldn't care less about yeah, Christmas, which is why I like Yule, because I'm like, I can do these things for Yule. And then, but like the Christmas decorations, I don't care about it at all. But he decorated, and now I don't want to move anything, and I'm like, you forgot my snow globes. Aww. <laughs> you know, so I'm like, okay, whatever. I'm very specific. I do a monochromatic tree. Uh, like icicle looking lights outside. I don't like a bunch of different colors i'm like bah humbug <laughs> just like a sleek classy looking christmas all super bougie and fancy yeah see i'm i, I don't care one shit about christmas yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> it's just mean, though. Yeah, oh, yeah but it christmas is just something that represents high stress to me yeah because we have kids so it's just <laughs> yes. stress constant stress yeah. like okay how the fuck am i going to pay the bills yeah. pay the mortgage get christmas presents not only for my kids, I also have to get Christmas presents for my 
niece and my nephews because I'm going to see them on Christmas. If I don't see my fucking nieces or nephews, they don't get presents. Yeah. <laughs> but we since I'm going to see anywhere. them, I have to get presents. Yeah. We don't do go anywhere or do anything. See, that sounds so nice. Um, That maybe sounds boring to people, but I'm not going to, like, get my kids dressed and cart them around. Well, well, one, because they do, they go to their dads for Christmas Eve and see, you know, that side of the family. And then my side of the family is either too far away or, you know, we just don't see each other. Must be nice. (laughs) (laughs) My sisters stop by. We don't know when. So I'll probably have to wear a bra all day. Thanks a lot. (laughs) But, um, and then the neighbors stop by. Yeah. So this year I'll have to, I have to glob moisturizer around my mouth because the like heaters and stuff makes it really dry dry yeah so one year mark was gone somewhere the kids are off doing their thing i don't know oh no i think mark took the kids somewhere maybe to do the nerf battles or whatever and the i have some attractive neighbors um him and his sons come not all three of them knocking on the door was and i answered it i was talking to them forever because they bring like cookies or whatever the neighborhood does the thing and then I closed the door and look in the mirror and I had big old globs of the moisture. I was like, oh my <laughs> god, big, like, moisturizer globs. <laughs> oh, no. It was so funny. It was the worst thing ever. <laughs> I'm like, oh, now I have to get all dressed up and go walk around the cul-de-sac until they see me. <laughs> to recover my dignity. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's that's all Christmas is to me, though, is just stress yeah. of how I'm going to get shit done. You know, I used to be like that and it used to be oh, too stressful. And then fine, after I had my second kid and whatever, I'm like, nope, you know what? This is our Christmas tradition. We get up, we do the presents um, after we're done assembling them and the kids are just doing whatever. I'll make breakfast and then we'll drink coffee and watch our home improvement shows and then play with the kids or whatever. And that's it. Random people stop by. See, Christmas morning, we do stuff like that. I'll make breakfast and we open presents and... um but then Saturday or Christmas Eve, my dad and Tanya are doing a thing now. So we have to go over there to Christmas Eve and do like a white elephant thing. And then uh, the next day on Christmas, we have we're doing our own morning thing. But then Blaine has to go see his family, too. And normally I'm cooking and I'm going to be cooking this year, but we're doing it at my aunt's house. So he has to go take the kids to his family's house. And then I have to go to my aunt's house and start cooking. And it's I just want to stay home. That's all I want for Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> it's not to have to travel. Yeah. Our Christmas doesn't start till the night. My husband has to work, so. Yeah. He doesn't have any holidays. It does, but it doesn't. Yeah. Kind of saves me the whole day of not doing anything. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's all right. Yeah. My uh, Blaine gets almost every holiday off, I think. And Our then he gets weekends get off. Because people don't want to pay the, the holiday. Shipping. <laughs> time and a half. Or you can. Time. I mean, he could choose to work. Um, like he could choose to work on Saturdays too if he wanted. Yeah, but, but when you have young kids like me, I could give two craps about Christmas. It's just another day, but you do want your kids to have that stereotypical, the memories. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Christmas opening the presents. And, oh, and <laughs> Scarlett, I was talking to her last night, uh, and I'm like, "What the fuck do you want for Christmas?" You know, I didn't say fuck to her, but I was because like, I've been asking her and asking her, and I'm like, "Well, I'm going Christmas shopping next week," you know, because we had to pay mortgage this week. Um, and the only thing she wanted was a used shirt, the used yeah. band shirt. And I'm like, well, I can look at Hot Topic and see if they have it. If not, I'm going to have to order it. 
But I'm like, so what else do you want? She's like, I don't know. I was like, you've chosen Mystery Box Christmas, where mom gets to choose anything for you. Yeah, hopefully it's not a zonk. Yeah. Um, we, when we need, I need to go to Hot Topic, too, to get shirts and stuff. Want to go on Wednesday with me? Wednesday oh, after you're... work. Or I could switch to, I could switch her to Thursday and go on Wednesday. Yeah, let's go on Wednesday. Okay. I'll, I'll let her know. And then, um, yeah, because I got to get some stuff too and the way the sales I'm pretty sure out, I don't work on Wednesday the way the sales work out it works better if you're buying even numbered stuff so if I only have to buy one shirt and you buy a shirt then we'll get the, the, the discount yeah. yeah and then I'll use the military on top of it yes. yeah our kids are that magical age where we can get everything for them from Spencer's or yeah, Hot Spencer, Topic yeah. and they have a military discount plus all the deals going on so it's like so it's discount on top of discount yeah and yeah. we have four oh, wow. kids so and then Spencer's if you buy four shirts you get a shirt for free Wow. So my husband, who never buys anything for himself, I'm like, pick out a shirt for you. And now he's trying to give it to one of the kids. I'm like, no, it's yours. <laughs> Stop it. We got it for free. You didn't even buy it for yourself. Yeah. Um, that's, I just, I and I hate doing that because I feel like a grouch. And like I said, my husband loves Christmas so much. And I'm just like, I can't. I like Halloween. And next year, I'm going to start doing more Halloween stuff. Let's like, create a new holiday. Let's do all the Christmas gift giving at Halloween. Halloween. <laughs> and then at Christmas, all we'll do is sit around and eat all day. Watch yeah. movie marathons. Yeah, because I feel like, because I got invited to like Halloween parties and stuff, and I just didn't go because I had so much going on. But I need to make it a, I need to make it a habit to like start seeing people. Uh, <laughs> I know. No, because I care. People want to see me. They come to me. Well, the people who invite me to parties, like I care about them and I want to see them, but it's so fucking hard sometimes, and especially right now because of what's happening with my grandma, yeah. that it's just hard for me to to do it. And um, there we go. I don't know what happened there. Um, that I just have a lot of emotions that I'm trying to deal with right now. <laughs> yeah, and just life stuff, everything. Yeah. Does well, anybody else have like a really bad year this year? Just ultimately, just kind of like a lot of stress, a lot of crazy, unexpected things popping up. Like this year has been so bad for us. Yeah. Honestly. Well, just grandma. My grandma has been taking over any spare thought that I have. It's all my grandma. Yeah. And with what happened last week and, you know, it's just, it's hard. It's hard. So it's just uh, going through all that. And then, like I said, doing LARP is my escape. That's my escape mm-hmm. from reality. And that's what I want to do. Um, So, yeah, any spare second pretty much goes to my grandma. Like, I'm going to see her after we're done doing this. Yeah. Like, it's just, I shouldn't, if I have time, I need to go see her. Yeah. You know, and it's... Uh, it's good for her, too, though. Like, it helps her morale because, you know, when they get to a certain point, if they give up, you know, they just don't have the heart in hanging on every day, it affects their health. Their health degrade. Yeah. yeah. Know, well, it it's a rallies. failure to thrive, yeah. you know. And, it, you know, it is. It's just, it's heartbreaking. So this year is... I mean, anyone listening, if you've invited me to a party, it's not because I didn't want to see you. It's just because... Yeah. Any spare moment I have is going to my grandma, and I've been trying to deal with my mental health this year, too, which I have done. I've been making really good strides for my mental health this year. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, it's just, it's been hard. It's been rough. So. My mental health is just like, thank God for my husband, because he really keeps me 
he listens to me, which is a big job. <laughs> that, you know, he gets me. I'm able to tell him things that, like, I would never tell anybody. And it's important to be able to, yeah, know, get shit off your chest. He's incredibly understanding. So that's nice. <laughs> Just having somebody who, you know, who's like, I'm a, I'm crazy. I'm batshit crazy. You're so crazy. <laughs> I don't like talking about stuff because then I start crying. But yeah. he'll come in, he goes, what's wrong? I'm like, I don't want to talk about it. I'm yeah. not trying to stop like, crying. And then he thinks I'm mad at him, and I'm like, I just can't right now. Just give me a minute. I'm such, like, a, I'm, I'm such a crybaby, though. I cry about yeah, everything. You don't look like the type that's a crybaby. I am. I cry about everything. <laughs> yeah, I do. I am, too. Even, like, talking about my grandma, I could cry. I had to have a serious talk with Scarlett yesterday. I wanted to cry. <laughs> so, I'm yeah. like, I cry literally about everything. Oh, teenagers. Man, she's, like, super moody, like... I think TMI, everyone. I think she's going to be starting her period soon. Because, yeah. like, she's already synced up with me. That poor girl got pimples this week. And I'm like, oh, I'm so yeah. sorry. <laughs> it's my fault. I'm sorry. And it's so hard when they're teenagers, too, because I'm like, shit, it's hard for me not to say the things that I think when I'm really, like, you know, worked up. So, and, and I just tell Scott, I'm like, say it with your eyes, not your mouth. Yeah. <laughs> There's a little part of you that's going, don't say it, don't say it, don't say it, don't say it, don't say it. Like, listen to yeah. that person. Scarlett just has no filter, like none. She doesn't have a voice that tells her not to say stuff. And I'm like, oh my <laughs> God, Scarlett. So I get grounded so much. I'm like, aren't you tired of being grounded? I'm tired of you being grounded. You're getting on my nerves. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. My kids, they're, they're really sweet. Even when they are brats. They're not, I've seen way brattier kids and way, I mean, they say their things to try and hurt you. Well, that's what they do. The kids, they want yeah. to hurt you because you yeah. piss them off. So, like, but they, Kevin with his attitude, well, and his trying to rational, like, you can't make more sense than me. I'm a grown up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I know it seems like, and I hate doing that, you know, because I told you so and all that. And I'm like, doesn't matter. I outrank you. <laughs> try and make sense out of something and then like like two days later he comes in and he's like so here's the thing <laughs> like <laughs> i'm like no well still- scarlett tries to do that shit too and i'm like it doesn't matter it doesn't matter <laughs> yeah stop talking i do this stop talking stop talking stop talking stop talking and he just keeps going <laughs> yeah i just like freak out i'm like it doesn't matter <laughs> yeah what i say goes that's it mouthy teenagers let me tell you a story with my son okay <laughs> okay just two days ago um, I constantly, I, I, I think I've told you, I constantly get calls from the schools because of his mouth. Yeah. It's just his mouth. The grades, great, 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 great. Yeah. Um, I got a call. He's, he helps um, at the Boys and Girls Club. He's a member there, but he also helps. Um, got a call that he, him and another kid had an altercation. Ooh. So I had to leave work, go to the Boys and Girls Club, had to pick him up in Ivanhoe, bring him back to Visalia to the director of the Boys and Girls Club, had the meeting, and he's just arguing, arguing, arguing. I, on the way home, pulled over in front of Target and told him, get the fuck out. <laughs> get out of my car. How old is he? 14. I left him in front of Target. Yeah. I went home. Worst places. <laughs> yeah. I went home. I went home. I knew he was going to call my brother, so I was not, my brother lives right around the corner. I wasn't too worried. Yeah. But I was just like, I couldn't deal with it. He just would not shut up. <laughs> Sitting, well, that kid, well, that kid, he doesn't see what he's doing wrong. He doesn't, he's always somebody else's fault. Like I said, at that point, it's like, it doesn't matter. Yeah, that's I, and I kept telling him, just shut up. Just stop. So 
stop, stop. He wouldn't stop. So I pulled over. I was, and I, I literally told him, get the fuck out. Yeah. <laughs> and he just looked at me and he got out and I drove off. I didn't look back. I just I kept on going. <laughs> he called my brother. My brother picked him up. But yeah. I didn't pick him up till last night. Dang. I left him at my brother's house. I can't deal with him right now. My 14-year-old is the one that is doing this. Yeah. Right. That's, <laughs> that's him right now. I had to cut Blaine's hair last night. He's like, my grays are getting long. Oh. <laughs> I'm like, Blaine, we have grays. We're getting old. It's just what's happening. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, he's just, I don't know what to do. I, and I'm, it's sad to say, but I'm counting down the years till he's 18. How we do that with ours. And they're, I'm just know. like, four more years? I'm like, four your bedroom is my sewing room. <laughs> your bedroom is my reptile room. <laughs> this one is Charlie's room. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He knows. He's like, when I'm 18, I'm leaving. Yeah, you're 18, you are leaving. <laughs> mm-hmm. No, I tell my kids, I'm like, you want to stay in this house? Your ass better be in college. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm hoping Charlotte will get into a good college and she'll be having to. I don't, I'm not saying I don't want her. I want her to move out, but I'm hoping she gets into a college where, like, it's a good enough college where she has to go to a dorm or something. Yeah. Because that's the kind of college I want her to go to. Well, I want her to. all that valuable life experience. I feel like so many people are kind of unsuccessful. You know, you go to your small town. It's not just our small town. Small towns are like this everywhere. Everybody's got their own version of the same. I know we rag on Visalia a lot, but I really do like Visalia. Oh, no, I like really living here. Yeah, but really good town, but there's just so much that it's easy to rag on about. <laughs> <laughs> there is all small town, but it's a you know they're all the same in their ways. But I feel like you know you can tell a difference in people who have left the bubble, yeah, gone out and experienced because they have a different perspective. Hopefully, they have a different perspective. Like you said, your son is always just like from his perspective, mm-hmm. he and he can't see it from other people's. It's so easy to be like that when you're a little community where you fit so easily into a little stereotype and then everybody... You know, and all kids are way. like that. That's what Scarlett's problem is right now, too. She doesn't see anything happening outside of her bubble. Yeah. And like I said, I had hard talk with her yesterday and I had to tell her, I'm like, I know that you're a kid and all you know is what's going on inside your head. And I was like, but you have to understand what your father and I are dealing with and then to have your mouth on top of it. I was like, you know, we're, we're trying to make a nice life for you. Your dad works a lot. I'm yeah. trying to work. I take care of you guys. And then on top of all that, I'm dealing with whatever emotional shit I'm dealing with with Granny. I was like, so you kind of have to understand that while your world is what's important and everything I do is for you, that you're not the only thing that I'm dealing with. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Empathy is a big thing. Like, the, And that so many kids just aren't learning. They are just incapable of seeing anything from another perspective. And it's a catch-22, too, because, like, another thing that happens when they can't see things from other people's perspective is that they're not trying to see how other people perceive them. I wish they still had that, that thing. Do you remember it was a show? Or your kids are being assholes, so you can send them to a jail? Yes. <laughs> Scared straight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I tell my husband that send him to juvenile hall <laughs> send him away do a scared straight up yeah because yeah. they, they're so entitled now they think that we have to do all these extras for them yeah and we feel don't like the things in life that you're supposed to have they're supposed to be handed to them yeah well my, like they think they're supposed to have their gaming systems they're supposed to have cell phones they're supposed to and they yeah. don't yeah you're lucky that you even have that yeah you know i i didn't have to get you that and, yeah but then i kind of use it to my advantage because those are things i can take yeah from him or from any of them 
when they do something. That you just have to deal with the fit after. Oh, yes. <laughs> of how they're dying because you took their, I have to tell my friends. I'm like, I could give a crap if your friends know that you're ground. Well, they know I'm supposed to be on there. No, no. They'll you're find out when you're not on there, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, I'm pretty sure they're not going to be sitting there going, well, my fucking day is ruined. <laughs> the game. <laughs> yeah, I, uh. We had to take stuff away from Scarlett like she's grounded till Friday. Um, but it's it's one of those things. Like even I even threatened to take her door off. I'm like, Oh, I've done You that. want privacy? I was like, Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. You want to slam a door? I'll I've take taken, it off I, the hinges. I took yep. his Easy. door. I've taken his door. I've taken his bed. Yep, I've done that too. <laughs> uh, where he slept. Did you on see the that article where that woman made her daughter live in prison, technically? Yeah. She took everything except for a sheet and left the mattress and then she picked out her clothes every day and would put them on. And that, those are the clothes she had to wear. Oh, wow. Yeah, it was it was funny. She's yeah. like, my daughter doesn't want to respect me. She wants to see which way she's going. I'm going to make sure she knows which way she's going. Yeah. And she had to stay in her bedroom and she only got to come out for dinner. <laughs> like, I had to go back to the bedroom <laughs> and then so back to the end of school. Yeah, That's how funny. my kids are every day. <laughs> I'm all get in the shower and they're like, you didn't pick my clothes out. And my husband's like, you're ruining them. <laughs> I had to pick Clyde's clothes out. Clyde's gotten, he's went through a growth spurt. Like none of his pants fit him anymore. Oh no. I know. I need to go, I need to buy him some, I'll get him next week. I'll buy him some pants. I have a bunch of shirts that I need to get rid of. He's got on shirts, just pants. He went through a growth spurt. Like his pants don't fit him anymore. Uh-huh. Yeah, um, my 14 year old, he's six one now. And Jesus Christ. Yeah. And you know, people ask me, well, why don't you... You know, pop him in the mouth. Why don't you do that? He's bigger he's than me. He's bigger than me. Yeah. A lot bigger than me. I'm I like this not always the answer, especially for it's somebody not. who has that, that, who, if they're having that issues and he's already had fighting and stuff, violence is what he expects. Yes. You know, the only thing that I have done, like pop my daughter in the mouth or my son, was when they bit me, like when they were babies. And I wouldn't even be hard. It would just yeah, be like a... Yeah. a because even just like a little tap on their face, they don't like that. It's shocking. Yeah. It's shocking. Yeah. Especially so for them to bite and then I'll pop them in the mouth, it's teaching them that that's not a good thing mm-hmm. to do. Or if they try to touch something hot, you know, and you hit their hand, they, yeah. they associate the hot thing with pain. Yeah. I mean, people you forget that. The hard way. Yeah. The hard way. And people forget that we're animals and as children, we're basic animals. <laughs> like, yeah. babies are basic animals. You're not and born with the knowledge. Well, and it's just like empathy. Is- if you don't teach your kids empathy, then they don't have it. Mm-hmm. They just don't have it. So you have to, you have to, like, like I said, I sat down with Scarlett and I told her, I was like, I understand that what's in your world is the only thing that's happening right now for you. It's like, but I want you to understand what me and your dad are going through. And I broke it down for her. And, you know, she, she was a lot better today. Um, I, I can only imagine that this is going to go on for so long, you know. Yeah. But well, she's going to just be just the parameters. Well, and, and just teaching what her guys. And- it's still going to be floating. I mean, her attitude is going to come back. I am not. She <laughs> can't saying. control it. Yeah, but she'll have that in her head. She'll have some part of what I said yeah. yesterday floating around in her head. And the more I say it, the more it'll keep going. So yeah, As I can only. You know, um, she grows up and has friends in other houses and sees or just other kids in school and sees how you know people and their lives the people who they have and the people who they don't and the, how people treat them and stuff she'll become more and more grateful for blaine yeah yeah and that's what it is she's just taking well it's both of us she takes both of us for granted yeah and like you said they're so used to it they think that they should have gaming mm-hmm. systems and have phones and have this or that and it's like no homie yeah. uh-uh yeah. you don't have yeah. to have those 
I could very easily take those away. Yeah. Well, and just know. like the PS4, and she fights with her dad about the PS4. I'm like, it's not yours. I bought the PS4 for your father as a Christmas gift. It's not yours. I didn't buy it for you. Yeah. You know, it's just one of those things. Like, they just take everything. For them, it's still yours. Yeah. They just take it for granted. You're still mine until you're 18. Exactly. (laughs) So I was thinking, totally random. I was thinking this while I was mopping this morning. So, like, if a vampire was with. Sorry. So she was like, you know, all the like CW shows and stuff, and the vampires are hooking up with like high school girls. So clearly that's statutory rape. Yeah. But so they always they have those laws that where they're like, well, if they're within two years or a year or six months or something like that of one another, like one's 17 and a half and one's 19. So if the vampire. Do we have one of those laws here? I don't know. I don't know how many states, but I know a lot of them are. It's like, not so cut and dry, like statutory. If you're a 30 year old with a 17 year old, yeah, statutory. But if you're an 18 year old with a 17 year old, sometimes there's that, you know. So I'm like, so if a vampire was made when they were 18 and they hook up with like a 16 year old, but really they're like 160, like would they get sentenced like normal statutory rape or is it increased by how many years? apart they are well i think if it's statutory rape i don't think it matters how old they are yeah. regardless they don't add like years and years for unless it's like you're it's saying unless it's, it's like under 12 is like a different sentencing yeah. um but i think if they're if we're going metaphysical here <laughs> i think that if just wondering because <laughs> in some books i read vampires are legal and they're known and they're things you yeah know? like the true blood type of world where yeah where people know about vampires okay I think if people know about him and there's a vampire that's 160, but he was turned when he was 18 and he's dating a 17 year old, I think that's statutory rape. I think so too. Yeah. Because he's 160. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it, I think that's, that would be, yeah. Because there's a book series that I love that is kind of like True Blood, but it's so funny and like redneckish. Yeah. And I love it so much. It is hilarious. And I listen to it on audiobook and the narrator is perfect. But um yeah, that that's they get eked out about that a lot about how old the vampires are. Mm-hmm. And she's like, You're three hundred years old? Gross. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm like, Well, you could like, They call they make fun of them to you. They're like, Okay, grandpa. <laughs> like, <laughs> I was just thinking that while I was mopping, I was like, Oh, because to me, it's so creepy. But as as most of those shows are watched by 16 and 17-year-olds, how, yeah, how many times when you were that age did you wish some vampire would take you away <laughs> and you'd start some grand adventure, you know? Because I did. I know oh, I did for sure. Time. Yeah. You wouldn't be like, ew, you're so old. Yeah. Not me. I would have been like, hey, babe. <laughs> yeah. You know, I don't know. It's... Uh, but on the CW, it's like all the show. Okay, so like they're always high school kids. Yeah. Yeah. Like, okay, Pretty Little Liars. Like her hooking up with the teacher. Uh, we watch terrible shows. <laughs> You're gonna watch these terrible shows. Yeah, but it's always like it's the, all the whole statute like um, the 100, the kids they land on Earth, and then the Octavia hooks up with the one guy who, and it's like super creepy but i think that's why they get actors and actresses who are the same age 
So, yeah. you know, it's not like they're it's fighting like 300 year old vampires. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But what if we teach you that? It's like, no wonder I dated somebody so old when I. Because that's the thing. Maybe that's where we got our complexes from. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was from reading fucking Anne Rice too early. It's crazy. Yeah, they take baby, it's cold outside off the radio, but every I CW that. show has statutory that. rape. <laughs> that's so stupid. That is so they put it back on. Well, people just want to nitpick at stuff, and, you know, it's like. The whole Me Too thing, we are, we did a podcast about that because it's gotten so reversed to where, like, men, a lot of men are just so heavily persecuted for actions when they don't do anything wrong, really, just because the kind of, I mean, can we just get, like, regular old feminism back? <laughs> <laughs> you know, there's a thing, too, like, I think we've talked about this, the Me Too movement and all that, where, like... I think some of it is legitimate, yeah. but I think people forget that not all of the victims are uh, always victims. Most of yeah. the time they are. That's why there's like the believe victim thing. I'm like, but what if they're lying? Mm-hmm. You know, and that's where it gets like weird for me because like I want to believe them. I want to yeah. believe them because of what's happened to me personally, what's happened to people that I know. Like I want to believe them. But on another hand, like if I'm accusing George Clooney of raping me. It goes like, okay, what do I get out of this? I get yeah. interviews, I get phone calls, I right. get all this stuff, and I just ruined his entire career without any evidence. You know, yeah. so it's just one you of those. You can kind of tell the waves of them um, suddenly going forward or the ones that. Wait, I want to change it. Brad Pitt. <laughs> have to be coaxed into telling their story or whatever. But I mean, let's face it, all women. All women have been because I know I, harassed in some I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, and like I said, what's happened to me, what's happened to people I know, it's not like I'm not trying to believe people, but on the other hand, there are not everyone is as innocent as a lot of people. Yeah. <laughs> you know, there are some people who are using this movement to get ahead, you know, and my best way is um, the thing with uh, Melanie Martinez and that girl, yeah. Like, even her fucking, like, document that she wrote, I'm like, this seems so fucking sketchy. Like, I don't believe you from reading your own, like, whole thing. It was just so sketchy. And then comes out, guess what? It's not real. It wasn't real. Like, I was like, oh, who would have thought, you know? They're so... But I have, like, a good spectrum of experiences. So, like, you know, from, like, the older men who are super sketchy and they know it and they're trying to, like, do stuff and not get caught. Yeah. And then you have the men and the boys who they do these things um, and they just can't take no for an answer. But they're not trying to be rapey. It's just they have been taught from a young age that, you know, like a good girl will say no, but you have to be persistent, or you know, or like you yeah. can win them over. So our, our, these previous generations of boys and men have not been taught to know when no means no. Mm-hmm. Well, I had this conversation about, you know, I mean, it's up to us to raise our kids differently than previous generations. And um, Clyde had a kid, Aiden, who he's been, I probably shouldn't have said his name. Anyways. Um, okay. Yeah. Uh, in kindergarten. And they were friends in kindergarten. And then the other, and Scarlett's best friends with his sister. And then the other day, his sister and him ran up to us and Clyde wasn't talking to him. And he was trying to talk to Clyde and. He wasn't having any of it. And I asked Clyde what was wrong. And he said that Aiden told him the other day that um, uh, if he could choose to be his friend, he wouldn't. And it hurt Clyde's feelings. Yeah. And then I felt bad. And I walked Clyde to the gate. And he just sat down by himself. And they're like, 
like, you don't have to go to school. Just come home with me. Yeah. Like, just brace your heart a little bit. But I was telling my um, dad about it. And my dad's like, no, nah, you guys need to leave him alone. He needs to toughen up. He needs to not be so sensitive. I'm like, first of all, you're like the most sensitive person I know. <laughs> I'm like, you just have, instead of being sad, you're angry. Yeah. I'm like, but it, it's, I don't feel that way. If he wants to be sad about something, he can be sad about it. I, I'm not trying to do that toxic masculinity thing. Yeah. Like, my son's allowed to feel emotions. I'm not going to make him stifle his emotions. You know, he's allowed to feel them. And I don't want him taking that on to whoever he dates, man or woman. I don't know what my kids are going to like when they're yeah. older. Um, I don't want him carrying that on into future relationships and not being able to show his kids that it's okay to feel emotion, you know? Mm-hmm. The kids should know that it's okay. It's okay for them to cry. It's okay for them to be excited mm-hmm. about stuff. It's okay to be angry. You just have to have ways to deal with it. It's good because when you validate that, when they express themselves and you show interest and you validate it, yeah. then they're going to recognize those things in other people and that's, you know, teaching them empathy because then they're going to remember the time that thing hurt their feelings and not say it or you know yeah and well that's what i told dad and i told him i told my dad i'm like that's toxic masculinity i was like i'm not gonna do that to my son he's allowed to feel emotions you know and that's just it i mean like i said i'm a giant fucking cry baby i cry about everything who am i to tell my kid that he can't cry about stuff you know i cry over fucking commercials with animals in it like (laughs) i have no control over my own emotions i can't tell my kid not to be sad because a kid hurt his feelings yeah you know it's just i don't know it 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 just goes back to the old school way of thinking where boys should be um not show emotion they should be cold as ice they should you know and it's how they treat people i mean if you teach your sons to um uh to feel that emotion they can and if if they're into women i'm not saying they're not but even if they're into men they're able to have that empathy they can feel when their significant other is hurting and yeah it's important it's really important that's why all i'm sure all three of us have struggled to relate to our significant others because our significant others were taught you know to hide their emotions Mm -hmm. and it's it's not healthy it's just not um we're gonna we're just talking to you about how the like the gender you know sexual orientation the lines are like disappearing like anymore it's not straight or gay or whatever you don't have to be labeled it's just like who are you attracted to who are you having chemistry with like do whatever you're going to do you know consensual you know yeah and all that but that like what is that pansexual where you don't care what yeah, What's going I don't know. On? And then he's like, yeah, we're reverting to, like, ancient Greece. And I'm like, and why shouldn't we? Where They had it we, right. Yeah, where do we <laughs> Except start? for, like, fucking little boys. That wasn't cool. Yeah. yeah. That wasn't cool, ancient Greece. <laughs> yeah, no. There's an age limit for consent when they're young and they don't know what they're doing and they're easily impressionable. And, like, you know, even in our, like, recent history, couple, you know, hundred years of, like, and you know that's why so many women didn't survive childbirth because they were 12 yeah because they were like married off when they're 12 and expected to like you know give a guy a bunch of children and whatever and then they can't handle it and then why and then they go crazy trying to raise them because they themselves haven't gone through their you know know, yeah adolescence and then end up in you know loony bins undergoing crazy treatments and stuff or just our history is crazy yeah. But yeah. Over the age and everybody's consensual. Do whatever you want to do. 
Um, because when did we start equating like sex with being immoral? Um, you know, I just I don't understand why you can't be a good person and a big giant whore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, that was <laughs> religion. Hello, Christianity. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Catholicism. You can do this, but I can do this. Yeah. Well, and that's what it is. It's a way of control. It yeah. is, you know. Well, I mean, of, obviously, you don't want to, like, have a society where it's just, like, okay to, like, bang all the time or whatever. Because then, you, you know, there are some people who wouldn't be able to control themselves. My husband. <laughs> uh, yeah. And then, like, you know, things would get out of control. But as far as, like, people are consenting and, you know, you follow the rules of not being, like, naked in public and <laughs> all what? that stuff. I don't, I don't can't be why. naked in public anymore. Well, I kind of like this whole like the change in society where women are really able to embrace their promiscuity the same way that men have in their 20s. Because like I think when you're talking about your kid going away to college, I would love for mine to go away. I think, you know, going in the military and getting out of here. And yeah, it's like, not that I don't want them with me because like I love my children, yeah. but I want them to go to college. I want them Experience to go to a good enough world. college, yeah. you know, yeah. where they have to. And, and not just the they experience learning, life, but life. Yeah. yeah. Learning about because we're talking about empathy and understanding people. If you meet different people from different Places. Backgrounds, yeah, yeah. like you hear a lot too. My husband and I have a lot of you know conversations about that. I like to debate. Some people will call it arguing, but it's just a debate. I'm looking to learn from people as much as I want to, you know, teach them things. Like I love a good debate. Oh, he was saying that you know we're talking about crime and statistically and like you know people judging people because like for me I really hate how you know people are saying well look at them you know. This and that. And what do you expect? Well, you know what? There's a lot of people who just demographically, like, you are from the pond that you're from. So, you know, if you're from Chicago, you talk like you're from Chicago, you know. And if you're from, um, you know, if you're poor and live in a certain part of town, you grew up around those people. And so there's things that you say and the way that you say things, the way that you dress, that way... It doesn't mean you're a criminal. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it just means you're from a certain area. So it's really, you know, and just because you dress a certain way, it's really, you know, you're going to try and fit in wherever you grow up. Yeah. You do whatever you have to to survive socially. Yeah. So, you know, I think that, like, God, in this day and age, how can people just not realize that? But it's because people don't leave from their bubble. Yeah. So they see people who, you know, like, oh, they look like a criminal. <laughs> okay, so do you, you know? Yeah. Like, criminals yeah. come in all shapes and sizes from everywhere. Like Wednesday Adams. Yeah. <laughs> so um, you can't... What is it? I'm a serial killer. We look just like everybody else. Exactly. <laughs> like, the freakiest people are the ones that think they can get away with, with stuff. Yeah. You know, so it's like, and some people have, you know, relied on the life of crime. So, like, little petty things that are crimes it's so every day in certain areas yeah that it's like but so because did you know that they're going to get away they're going to do away with the bail system completely no more bail so here in california yeah so what it's going to be is that you get arrested and then you get like immediately you have your arraignment um that sounds like we're going to have some serious overcrowding issues well, no, because all the nonviolent crimes, they're just going to be kicked back out. Oh. You know, so it'll be, 
probation or this and that or little short sentences or whatever. So, um, but ultimately, it's a good thing. No, yeah, it's something a good thing because the, the justice bit, yeah. system is so unbalanced because the rich people who can afford bail, you know, versus poor people who can't. So you got a rich person who. You know, could do something really terrible who gets out. Yeah, because they can reach the bail. Yeah, and then a you know, poor person who has done maybe a couple stupid little things and then is just along for a ride with a buddy or something and then ends up in there, you know, and can't get out. Yeah. And so now you have a, like you said, overcrowded with stupid bullshit. Meanwhile, you know, people with money who have done more serious things yeah. are out. That makes a lot of sense. On the street, yeah. So hopefully it will do... I'm good. Yeah. Because there is a lot of crazy overcrowding. But it's crazy to me in this day and age with all the technological advances and stuff, how we can't just um, use the money, use a lot. It would take a lot of money, you know, to um, to retry old cases. Let's get out like the all people the who are in there for do- pot. Like, yeah, yeah been there for like 30 years. And now it's legal. Yeah. Yeah. Come on now. How much would that chap your ass? Yeah. Like, can we just, like, go through the old system and and free some people? And and can we please accelerate, like, the death? <laughs> I'm for... Some people just need to die. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah. Yeah, there's... Let's um, do it faster. I don't think it's a bad thing at all. Yeah. I think in the long run, it'll be really good. Like you said, you have rich people doing bad stuff who should be in jail, but they're not because they can afford to get out. Yep. Yeah. Can't afford to stay out for a long period of time. Yeah. Yeah. And then get stuff taken off their record and stuff and whatever. And like, well, we're going to look, we'll accept a deal for this, this, and this. And I hate that too. The wheeling and dealing in the, if there needs to be like a more like stiff precedent, like back in the day, like you still see that that thing about that woman on the college campus. Um, she was at a party at some, what is it called? Fraternity. Fraternity. There you go. Um, some guy like, uh, bound her, raped her, left her outside and she went in, called the police, went to the hospital, got a rape kit done, named her assailant. Um, they went to court and because the DA said there wasn't enough evidence, um, and they went to a judge who has a record of letting people rapists go. He um, got sentenced for false imprisonment, which got reduced to um, like three months in jail, which got reduced to probation. So he's out walking. Yeah, around again. time served. Yeah, for yeah. So yeah, he's fuck? out. He's out walking around again. And See, that's insane. And then there's always going to be the people who were like, "Well, what was she doing there? And why would you go to a party with this?" And it's like, why? Please explain to me where the why can men go to parties and yeah. we can't. <laughs> Or, or, so what you're saying is that sometimes rape is acceptable because you walked into it. Yeah. Like, please tell me where rape is acceptable. Well, there's that saying, that <laughs> meme that went around where it's like, oh, she wore a shirt, short skirt. She, she was asking for it. I'm like, well, you didn't wear a helmet, so you're asking for my bat to hit your head, right? Yeah. Like, <laughs> seriously. So that is nice about this day and age, though, that there's more like awareness of, you know, that whole like there isn't an outfit that means you're asking for it. Yeah. <laughs> so I could be. I literally it's could like, be why, asking why for Why are women it, in the Middle East getting raped no. all the time when they're wearing, what are they, burkas? Yeah, when they're not showing any yeah. skin at all or anything. So, but they're just now going through like in the Middle East, a lot of places, their own, you know, 
social awakening. Renaissance thing. Women can drive now. Is it Syria or Saudi Arabia? Which is crazy. Yeah. Intense because Saudi Arabia is like the worst. (laughs) Yeah. But I don't know. America. I got a thing going on with my makeup. I'm like looking at myself in the. (laughs) I was like, the video, I was like, no, I'm like, my eyes are a little, they're not blended. I was sweating, though, when I was putting on my makeup, and then I was in a hurry, because I'm like, I know I'm going to be on this fucking camera, so I wanted to put something on. I was thinking about doing makeup and the whole hair thing, but I'm out of hairspray. Wait. <laughs> like, almost $15 of a can. I got through, like, a can a week. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so it's just, there's a lot of things that our justice system needs to fix. And I think a lot of it is a lot of the old people in our justice system. Yeah, I mean it's back to the whole toxic toxic masculinity things like okay all these people are running our country how do you expect them to feel empathy when they were never taught empathy yeah or the no signals or the what because to the you know for them like so much of it is just they're taught to be persistent and the women are mysterious creatures (laughs) when they say no that really means yes yeah it's like okay when they're scratching you and telling you to get off of them that doesn't mean yes yeah just keep trying I just what? So I had a chick that I know posted on Facebook about her um, her daughter. Well, there was a kid that is interested in her, but she has no interest in him. And then they moved, and he randomly showed up at their house, and she's like, what do I do? And everybody's like, call the cops, that's stalking. And I'm like, oh, my God, what are we doing to this poor, the, this boy? He may be just a really nerdy, uncomfortable guy. It, it, it could have took him, like, a crazy amount of courage to you know, even show up. And so I'm like, can we please just calmly have a talk with him? And they did. They told him she wasn't, you know, interested, interested. But, you know, so to me, everybody sees somebody crazy. And I'm like seeing a little John Cusack, like <laughs> with the radio. Yeah. And I'm like, when, are, you know, and that's what they're taught. They're taught, you know, it's romantic because you can win them over. They just don't know you yet. And I was watching a BuzzFeed video. Um, and it was a lawyer watching old scenes and movies. Yeah. And like, okay, well, he would get charged with this, 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 and this. And it's, um, ooh, especially 16 Candles. Now, I love 16 Candles. Yeah. I really like that movie. I think it's I funny. Do too, but it's crazy offensive. Yeah. No, seriously. Like, I have uh, my girlfriend upstairs passed out right now. I can violate her 10 ways to Sunday. Nobody would ever care. Yeah. And then he puts her in the car with the other guy and says, yeah, you guys have fun then. You know, she was fucking passed out. And then the two other boys take her picture while she's fucked up, which is a violation. Mm -hmm. And then they have sex and it's a violation because she thought she was consenting to sex with her boyfriend and it wasn't her boyfriend. It's super creepy. Yeah, it's really creepy when you watch that. Or Goldfinger, um, James Bond. There's like a scene where he's trying to kiss the girl and he's she's trying to get away from him. and She's fighting him and then. He flips her into a hay thing and like pins her down and kisses her and she's like trying to move her face away and then it's romantic all of a sudden like yeah she said no she tried to get away from you she's moving her face so you can't kiss her like that's no but they're taught that it's romantic yeah See? And they just made or it Twilight where like he's yeah. been watching her sleep and she's like how often have you been doing that oh I've been breaking into your house like every three months and been watching you every night while you sleep it's like that's not that's creepy. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and so then we're surprised when, you know, like, boys try to do this stuff, and then there's with this whole movement, and we're making criminals out of totally innocent kids only because they haven't been taught. But that's not an okay thing to do. Yeah, it's not, and it's so hard because girls mature faster than boys, and so and so at the same time where 
girls are having these like crushes on older guys and managing through their hormones and stuff, you know, guys lack a little bit of that kind of control. And so when they're so hormonal and then we're teaching them these things and like, it just, I don't, I don't want to create a generation of criminals, yeah. you know, that like, if we could just teach them to be more like perspective and <laughs> like a no is a no, but then also, you know, people are going overboard, like, do I have consent to kiss you? And it's like, yeah. you know, you know, how about you just be more intuitive and recognize when a girl looks comfortable or when she's kind of panicky or she's giving you a She's kisses. trying to get away from you. <laughs> yeah. You can tell when I want to have sex by the way I'm naked and waiting for you. Like, not, like, being coy or, you know, yeah. whatever. So, it's just, I don't know, it's nuts. But I think about all my past situations and I think about like you know the guys being persistent and not all of them were trying to be creepy some of them were just trying to be persistent yeah um so depending on the situation that you're in if you can blow it off or if you're there alone some of them did just go like blonde creepy yeah (laughs) so just raising boys is fucking scary raising girls yeah yeah well, I wouldn't want, so, like, my biggest thing with my boys is I don't want them to get trapped. I don't want them to be, like, stupid and then have a little girl be like, but it'll be forever. And yeah. then have a baby and be like, we can have a family. And, you know. <laughs> Not me. I was like, uh, I'm pregnant. I don't want to be with you. Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> shit gets real when you realize, like, I panicked when I found out I was pregnant with Kevin. I pulled over on the side of the road. I was like, half of that. I was like, <gasps> <laughs> like what am I going to do? Because your life changes. Like, you have to think about this child and raising you know who you want around and in the kids life some people think it's just cute like oh i'm pregnant oh they don't change their life and they're not thinking it because they're only thinking about themselves yeah like it's another stunt in this you know yeah talk show of that's their life you know and i I was odd and off with asshole (laughs) for a long time and then i think a month or two after i had scarlet i was like i don't want to be with you you're an asshole to me you're such a fucking cunt. Why are you breaking up with me? I'm like, right there. <laughs> there right is. there. Why do you think I'm breaking up with you? Yeah. How many do you, are all of your kids um, from the same guy? No. No. I have three that are from the same. And then three from the same. And two are my husband. And two. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm doing so pretty good run. Yeah. But they were worthless. Yeah. Yeah. Worthless. Yeah, so I, I I basically was a single mom for all the years. Even with them there? Well, my first kids' father, when my son was one, went to prison. So he was there for 15 years, so there was nothing. It yeah. was me. Mm-hmm. Then I got married, and he was we were married 10 years. He was in prison for seven. So I mean, I have a bad... <laughs> you have a type? Yeah. <laughs> Ones that are not going to be around. <laughs> You know what? It's not that different than being into military, guys. <laughs> and now I'm, I got divorced, and now I'm married to my husband, who takes care of all of my kids, even the ones that are over eighteen. Mm-hmm. And he's wonderful to them. And he's that type. He has, he was in prison. You know, it was all that little background to it too. But he's great. I don't know if it's because me and you are friends on Facebook, but I see a bunch of stupid military memes. Like, oh, I met a Navy guy at a bar last night. I'm picking up my wedding dress tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm like, I wonder if this is because I'm friends with Cheyenne. You had me at TRICARE. Yeah. <laughs> it might have been 
might be. Yeah. I'm like, I don't know why this is popping up on my Facebook, but it's funny. Because of the Dependa memes that I've sent you, and it's like, oh, you like Dependa memes, huh? We got some doozies for you. Yeah, that's funny. It is funny. I see it from a whole different side, though, because from being enlisted and then seeing, like, the spouses and stuff from that point of view, and then from being a spouse. Yeah. Like, it's really interesting. <laughs> yeah, I, um, I don't know. I don't want to deal. I'm, I'm lucky in the way that I don't have to deal with uh, my first baby daddy. Yeah, you're so lucky. Well, even if he tried to say anything, he has no ground to stand on, so it's not that big of a deal for me. Yeah. But uh, I got really lucky with Blaine. Yeah, you did. He's a really good guy. Yeah. It's hard to find good guys. He's a good guy. Someday he'll find a woman who treats him as nice as he treats me. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's not me. <laughs> There has to be. I'm so edit. mean to him. I don't know why he loves me. <laughs> That's how Poor you guy. Tell he does. That's what, like, with Mark staying with me, I'm like, how do you even put up with me? Like, I can't even. Sometimes I piss myself off. Yeah. Same here. I'm like, how can you? Ugh. And he loves me anyways. Yeah. I don't know. It's funny. It's funny how everything goes full circle like that. Yeah. But. I think you have to learn a lot about yourself before you can find a person to be with I like I look at people who are trying to knock things off that checklist and they're so hard trying to be you know for lack of a better term I'll just say basic well either their checklist is too high or it's there's not a checklist at all yeah <laughs> it was like oh you like to drink me too we should just be together and that's not yeah. a good way to go about it either well, or people who just settle for yeah that's you know, a whatever. lack of selection they're just like, yeah they're like oh okay so i'm gonna be with you because it's easier than trying to be by myself or trying to yeah. find someone who i actually want to be with yeah you know I haven't been with or you i've been with you for 10 years so we should just keep trying even though it's not fucking working like <laughs> Yeah. Someone said that to me before. I was like, well, I don't want to give up on it. We've been together for 10 years. I'm like, he's a fucking drug addict. He's taking you down with him. Why are you still with him? Yeah, yeah be selfish. No. I'm like, who cares if you guys were together? You don't have kids. Yeah. You know, it's like, don't, don't Even if you've settle. Had kids, it's not. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that's so crazy, though, these people who are shacking up and getting married and then getting divorced. And it's like, no wonder you were so unhappy. Like, you were so busy like especially when you have kids society's expectation is like to have them in all the sports and go sit in your little folding chair and be a part of that you know bringing the apple slices club and it's like well my kids aren't into that yeah you know like and i think that so many people are trying so hard to check you know to fill that that checklist of basic then then they end up with somebody who's going to compliment that but is it necessarily somebody who's going to make you happy and then yeah. you get into your 30s and stuff, and then you realize that you're not happy, and you're like, fuck, get divorced, and then find somebody. So I think that it's important to be selfish and know who you are and who's going to suit you. Yeah, and that's so, what it is. And it's, I'm a diva. Like I said, I it's just settling. worship me, and that's what I got. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, it's just the people settling for stuff. Like, if this guy doesn't treat you right, if you're not happy... That's why I said, if you're unhappy more than you're happy, then it's not it's worth, not it. worth it. And yeah, it's not, and just because you have kids, like you said, just because you have kids doesn't mean you need to, um, need to stay with them. You should just be happy. Your kids will be happy if you're happy. Exactly. Yeah. Your life might be a little more difficult if you're not with that person, but it's good for your kids to see you happy. You know, well, then they'll so that they can be happy. So yeah, because they, they look for in life. They learn from you. They they learn from. 
uh, watching their parents. Mm-hmm. And if you're fighting yeah. in front of them all the time, or if they're in their room and they can hear you fighting, they're going to think, oh, this is what a normal relationship yeah. with. And not that they're thinking, it's just subconsciously. They'll yeah. find someone who's exactly like that and will, you know. It's a cycle. Yeah, it is. And that we've had a podcast about it before, about breaking the cycle um, and breaking that, you know, garbage human type thing. But it is, like you said, it's a cycle. And that's why people who've had abusive parents normally find someone that's abusive to be with. And it's just mm-hmm. on and on and on. But if you can learn to break that cycle, if you can find someone, you know, you have to fix yourself before you can find anyone to f- go along with it. Like, yeah. like I said, I'm working on my mental health now. Um, but I got really lucky with Blaine where he, he's super understanding. He, you he's know, takes care of the kids. Yeah. He, not at all. And he lets me do things like go away for the weekend without him. Like, yeah. And a lot of people are like, your husband's okay with that. I'm like, why wouldn't yeah. he be? I'm the same way. I was just talking to Mark about that where I was like, I'm so lucky that I have a husband that like, I get all dressed up and he's not like, where are you going? Who are you dressing up for? Yeah. Whatever. And he's like, why are you putting on makeup? Who are you trying to impress? Yeah. That's I'm like myself and Cheyenne. <laughs> <laughs> I wear more makeup when I'm not going anywhere or doing anything. So if I have like no kids, nowhere to go, because you have the time anything, to make it look all yes. nice. Yeah, and I'm like all I'm gonna do is take a couple selfies and then wipe it off. Yeah, I'll spend six hours doing a whole look. Or it's just, just like, it's the whole thing. Your husband lets you cut your hair like that. I'm like, why would yeah. my le- husband let me do anything? Yeah. I was like, I just do it. And he's okay with it because suddenly he has a new wife with a new hair <laughs> color. <laughs> yeah. Where they're like, oh, I don't like this. And I'm like, oh, well, you will when I'm done. Yeah. yeah. Like the tattoo Ooh. thing. Yeah, Blaine doesn't like tattoos. He doesn't like girls with tattoos. And I'm like, okay, well, I'm getting a tattoo tomorrow. So I'll see you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We're going to do divorce me. <laughs> yeah. We already nailed this down. Yeah. What am I suddenly not your type? <laughs> I'm like, I was bald when you met me. You knew what you were getting into. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, I think I had pink hair. I can't remember. No, I was straight bald. I just had bangs and then the rest of my head was shaved. Oh, no, I had dark Because I fried my mohawk that year. It's so hard coming back from a mohawk. You go through like a, like a, a mullet stage where, and it's like long and then it's all short. So <laughs> some hair, I'm like, maybe I could do this. And it's all, it's very mullety. <laughs> yeah. It is what it is. I just keep shaving it. But my hair is so thick that when it's down, you can't tell that the sides are shaved. So it yeah, doesn't I'm even so matter. Um, it's just, uh, it's hard for me to understand that, though. Like, But I understand that that's a big thing. But it goes back to the whole toxic masculinity, what they learn, mm-hmm. what the kids have learned growing up. Yeah. And that it's to. And often their own insecurities and or them being paranoid because they're talking to somebody else. Well, hell, Scarlett said, well, who's the knight that gave you a flower? Is that your boyfriend? She said that at the dinner table with all of us sitting there. I'm like, first of all, the knight gives everyone flowers. I'm not special. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's his thing. He's Was a knight it, uh, with flowers. Jared? Yeah. Yeah, he's I'm so like, cool. He's so cute. He's adorable. He's like one of those boys you just want to put in your pocket. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I'm like, but she said it in front of Blaine. Did Blaine, like... Who's that? Who, no, he didn't. He doesn't care. He knows that I'm not going to cheat on him. Yeah. Dirty. <laughs> In a park. <laughs> oh, my God. Right? Could you even imagine, like, having sex at what, LARPing? So gross. <laughs> it is so gross. For me, the worst part it's is... Because it's either freezing and muddy... Or it's dusty and fucking hotter than balls. Like, there's yeah. no in-between with LARPing. I couldn't imagine someone wanting to have sex out there. I'm like, I'm sure it happens. I'm sure it does. Listen, I but I'm thoroughly grossed out. Like, all I want to do is poop. Come on. Yeah. Ain't nothing <laughs> happening down there, but hopefully a shit. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's a... Uh... Uh, but he doesn't care and he lets me do it because he knows I enjoy doing it. He's mm-hmm. like, well, I play video games all the time. Why shouldn't you go out LARPing once every month? Like, yeah, you know, he do- he doesn't care. It's like it's camping and dressing up like, come on. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, it's it's just uh, breaking that cycle and finding who you fit with and understanding who you are as a person and as mothers, it's hard for us not to get lost in I'm a wife, I'm a mom, and that's all that I am. It's so hard. Yeah. It's so hard for us personally not to do that and for other people not to do that. And I'm like, well, what do you do for fun? They're like, watch TV. I was like, but what do you like to do? Like, do you mm-hmm. like you like sewing? I know you yeah. like sewing, and that's something that you enjoy doing when it's not like forced upon you. Yeah. <laughs> um, Every once in a while, I burn out, and I'm like, Ugh. and I have so many different hobbies that I fiddle around with. I'm that. Um, uh, jack of all trades but master of none like i like to crochet i like to um hand stitch stuff i like to paint and draw i'm not really great at any of it but it's stuff that i like to do so if someone asked me what i like doing i'd be like i like doing nails i like painting yeah. like i i have an answer to it and i think it's it's important as um, mothers um or even if you're a stay-at-home dad just to have your own identity outside of the, the mom family, and the yeah. wife and everything. You have to do stuff, which is yeah. important why we do, you know, the podcast or, you know, just when me and her like, hey, what are you doing today? You have two hours? Let's go to Joanne's. Like, yeah. you just, just got to. Yeah, we just got to do stuff outside of, you know, just the family union uh, unit to be able to be a person. Yeah. And uh, I think it's important. I think it's important. And once you, you outgrow are. those friends that you just had, like your cousins, and the, well, the, when you realize you hate everybody, and then you shed them all, and then you make real friends. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you ditch all the crap, and then you're like, okay, yeah. I only have like two or three like actual real friends, but they don't suck. Mm-hmm. So because it's hard, man, it's hard to find girls that you can deal with. <laughs> and my uh, my live video here on Facebook wants to tag Jerry in it, and I'm like, Jerry's not even watching. What? So, Jerry, if you're listening, <laughs> Facebook wants me to tag you in this. Um, yeah, it's just, it's... I'm trying to, I keep on trying to do, and it's it's hard because I know, like, the thing is with you, you have work and kids and husbands and trying to find, like, a schedule. But I really want to do a night where set up the, you know, we'll do the big long table in the living room. Well, fuck, how hard was, like, how thrown together was the Yule thing? Yeah. Like, I sent that text out, and it was like, hopefully people can go. Yeah, <laughs> like, I don't know if I can or not still, because that's, that weekend is when he's going to go up and get his kids, and I still have my kids, and so I'll have to play it by ear what's yeah. going on that day. It's pretty early breakfast. Yeah, well, yeah. he'll be driving back that day, Yeah. I think. He doesn't need you. Yeah, well, I still have my boys. So. Mark, give me your wife. You've had her too long now. <laughs> right? Aren't you leaving? And he actually is leaving. Is again. he? Yeah, he, but just in Nevada. So Good. <laughs> I want right. I want Cheyenne back. You've had her enough. <laughs> Go away. I didn't <laughs> sign up for a husband that's here all the time. <laughs> um, <laughs> just got a few more chores and then you can go again. Um, but I really want to do like a night like that where I'll set up the big long table and then put a power strip in the middle and do, get it bust out the hot glue guns. And, just fuck around. Yeah. And just, and the, you know, we'll have an end with the paint and canvases and um, just do, I'm calling it wine and cheese me. Yeah. <laughs> I <laughs> think it's so good. So but I want to get that in. We might not be able to do it before Christmas. Yeah. Um, well, like I said. Unless we could do it this weekend. Yule was so thrown together that it yeah. was just like. 
But I wanted to do something because we didn't do anything for Samhain. So it's like, okay, we need to do something for Yule. Yeah, breakfast would be cool. I have to see if I can find something or if the kids will be cool for just that. I mean, yeah, it's not going to be very long. It'll be like an hour, maybe an hour and a half. Yeah. I'll probably be there for a while longer than everyone else to get the table. Yeah. We'll um, figure it out. <laughs> yeah, it's, I can. Um, um, 22nd? 22nd. Um, 8, 8 to 8.30 at... Uh, Sunday morning, right? Saturday. Saturday. At Ryan's place. Oh, then he won't be coming back. Yeah. Um, yeah, if you want to go. It's just going to be breakfast, me, her, Michelle, and... Uh, um, yeah, so it's just, it's important. It's important to make sure that you're a person. It's hard to, it's hard when you get lost in the mom flow of got to pick them up from school, got to get their homework done, got to make sure they have clothes, got to make sure they have this and that and that. And then, oh, my husband's home now. I got to make sure dinner's done. Yeah. And you just get caught up and shit on top of like, oh, I have to go to work today. I have to do this. And that's, that's why, again, that's why LARP is so important to me because I can step away from that role. And Scarlett wants to go LARPing with me so bad. I'm like, I know that you do, but this is where I'm not your mom. And if you're here, I'm still your mom. Yeah. <laughs> like, as soon as you're old enough, she's we'll like, find well, your own. <laughs> yeah. She's like, well, uh, I won't be with you the entire time. I'm like, I understand that. But just because you're here, I'm going to be worried about you wondering where you are the entire time. Like, yeah. I can't shut my mom brain off if you're here, you know. And Yeah. Don't they have to be 16? I'm not sure. I think it's younger. I think it's younger if they have Is a permission it? slip. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. Yeah, I have to look. I'm not sure. But like, either way, I'm telling her no. <laughs> Mark wants to go so bad just to battle. I'm like, no, he just wants to be shirtless and battle. You have to find your own. <laughs> the Fresno one is pretty much all combat. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that's what you need. There's, like, do. no role-playing almost. It's mostly just, just combat. Just combat. See, yeah. that's what he needs. Don't go to mine. <laughs> I'm somebody different. I don't want to be your wife here. Yeah. <laughs> Which is so funny because so many people end up becoming boyfriend girlfriend from the LARP. And I I'm like, know. I wouldn't want to just because I'm like, how messy would that be? Like, if we break up, I'm still going to have to see you at LARP. Like, that would suck. Yeah. Like, I would just be like, oh, well, I'm going to see you at LARP. Like, I'm like, I'm going to see you at LARP. I'm still going to have to see you at LARP. Like, that would suck. That would suck. Well, I'm with Mark till we die. Well, it's just one or the other. Well, the people who date each other from dating in LARP. Like, I wouldn't, I just wouldn't. Like, I wouldn't want to do it. I'm so glad to not be in the dating scene. Yeah. Like, if you're married and you go to LARP together, that's one thing, you know, but it's just, uh... You remember when it was, like, all embarrassing to say that you met somebody online? Yeah. (laughs) And now it's just the way. My stepbrother married someone he met online, and it was, like, a whole thing. Like, really? That's weird. (laughs) Right. I think it's better because you're able to find people who have more in common with you, and... Yeah. Look, it's a wild man child. Are you coming out here to do a magic trick? Are you going to do a magic trick? No. Why do you have a card? Oh, I'm cards. Cheyenne's son stayed homesick today. Yeah, he's sick. Cough. Cough for the truancy. Cough. Cough for the truancy. Yeah, if the school listens to the podcast. (laughs) Yeah, but, well, I think we're, we're at an hour and 35 minutes, so I think we can wrap this up. Uh, Thank you for joining us, and we will see you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.